Happening now, city services in Tulsa altered by a cyber attack. Websites are down. Police response times slowed. City courts, municipal services affected. And it sounds like it's going to last at least a week. Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum is here to give us an update. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. I suppose it was only a matter of time before Tulsa got hit with an attack like this. How bad is it? Uh, well, you know, we're in the, the early stages uh, of the investigation, and so I'm, I'm limited in what I can say, both just from a you know, full knowledge of uh, all the work that needs to be done, but also because somebody obviously did this with intent, and we don't want them to know what we know at this stage. Um, what us? I can tell you yeah. is uh, that, that we identified uh, malware uh, on our servers. And uh, as soon as we did that, in abundance of caution, uh, we shut all of our, our systems down. And, and the city, as you can imagine at this point, has uh, a number of different interrelated uh, computer systems, uh, just like any city does. And it was important to us that we shut all of them down uh, to, to prevent any further spread uh, of the malware. So now the, mal the malware was triggered then. It's not a matter of you found it before it was triggered. It was triggered. Uh, that I can't comment on right now. Um, uh, I don't want to get into right. how we identified it at this point. Okay. Uh, but, but what I can say is that I think most of the, the, the inconvenience that folks are going to experience is not because of the malware. It's because we're being super cautious at the city of Tulsa uh, in shutting down all of our networks to, to prevent it from spreading. So that the prevention is what's going to cause inconvenience here in the short term. Uh, for folks, it's super important to us that we protect the data uh, of citizens, which we believe has not been compromised. Uh, and to do that, we've got to keep our networks down. Now, to your, to your point a moment ago, Generally, what that means for most folks, it's it's not impacting 911, not impacting emergency response. Uh, most of what it's going to impact for folks is uh, online bill pay, uh, utility billing. We just launched our new utility billing system last week. Uh, folks won't be able to pay those online while these systems are down. Our email at the city is down, so if you need to email somebody, please be patient while uh, those systems are restored. And our IT team is working with uh, a broad range of partners right now to basically go through each of those systems, clean them up, make sure that they're safe, and then bring them back online. And of course, top priority would be anything impacting public safety. Is this, was this an extortion attempt? And have you been contacted by the attackers? That is also something I, I don't want to comment on right now. Okay. Let's say people have business with the city, as you just alluded to. Um, the only way, I guess, to conduct business right now is in person, isn't it? Well, or by phone. By phone? Uh, I mean, okay. our, yeah, our phone systems are, are still working. And so uh, any business that you got to contact with the city, I mean, we're, we are somebody who always tries to look at the silver lining. We'd be in a lot worse shape if this had happened six months ago. I mean, our team is back at work at, okay. at the city of Tulsa uh, in their offices. And so, uh, if you need anything at the city, you can still call folks, uh, or, uh, go drop by in person. All of that is still, 
uh, fully accessible for people. Uh, city staff, I, I don't know if it was uh, Muhlenberg or, or Michelle Brooks, somebody yesterday saying that some of these services are going to be offline for a week. How, how confident are you that you'll have things back up in a week? Well, and it really, what I'm being told by our tech folks is it depends on the system. Uh, and, and so <clears throat> things that have uh, a higher level of use and uh, public importance, whether that's the email system or the systems that uh, our police and fire use, uh, those are at the front of the line and those will be restored first. Uh, there's others that are a lower priority that may not be used, that people may not even be aware that we even have because they're back office kind of stuff, that would be a lower priority and would be later in the in the phase of getting restored. Obviously, I don't want you to spell out any vulnerabilities, but has this incident made it clear to you there are vulnerabilities that need to be fixed? Well, actually, <clears throat> we were, this became a priority. Preventing something like this became a priority. For me, it would be about three or four years ago at this point, city of Atlanta had a malware attack and they were not prepared for it at all, had no systems in place to protect them from it. And, and their entire network was held hostage by hackers until they were willing to pay a ransom uh, to release it. And as soon as I saw that, I got with our IT team and said, we need to make sure Tulsa is never in this position. Uh, and we have spent the funds, uh, thanks to the city council approving them over the last several years to put the systems in place that protect our network from having that kind of situation. I mean, that's just the day and age we're in. Major organizations like cities, states, large corporations, we, we have to be fending off these types of attacks all the time. Uh, and, and you have to assume that every now and then one is going to get through. And when it does, you want those resilient systems within your network to protect data. And we have those uh, and we have the, the partners in place uh, to help us protect against them. And so we've known it was a priority and, and put the systems in place to minimize any impact. It's just once you know that there's something on your system, you want to immediately go dark and close everything down so it can't do anything else uh, and then go about restoring everything. And that that's the, the process that we're in right now. Get one, uh, one more comment from you on a different story before we let you go. As you know, Governor Stitt has signed House Bill 1775, which bans the teaching of so-called critical race theory in Oklahoma schools. As a result of his support, of that bill, there are calls for the governor to be removed from the Tulsa Race Massacre Centennial Commission. You also serve on that commission. Do you think he should be removed? Absolutely not. I, I thought the governor did the right thing on that. I, I don't support the teaching of critical race theory in schools either. It's really important for folks not to listen to rhetoric about this bill, but to actually look at what the bill says. The bill doesn't say that you can't teach uncomfortable facts. The bill says that you can't bring in theories that say that one race is superior to others or that someone is uh, at fault just because of the race they happen to be born into. And to me, it, it's remarkable that this is even a subject of controversy. Uh, and so uh, I, I'm, you know, I, I've been strongly supportive of trying to find the facts from the race massacre. We're doing a lot of work at the city of Tulsa on that front. I'm proud that our legislators here in Tulsa got that built into the curriculum. And this bill doesn't impact that. What it does impact is preventing uh, opinion from educators about the superiority 
or inferiority of races from being introduced into curriculum. And that should, we shouldn't even need a bill for that. That's, that's common sense. So I, I support the governor signing that, support those who passed it. And I think any talk of removing people from the Race Massacre Commission because of policy differences they have, whether it's Governor Stitt or Senator Lankford, is really against the spirit of reconciliation that we're trying to move forward on as a city. Mayor, thank you. And we'll talk to you again next week. If not, thank you. Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum.